We're going to give us Membez Amabez 42B1 in the Archgirl Gemara. We had in our Mishnah a three-way machlokas, a three-way argument about which cases do we say that you need to wait three months. We're discussing the topic about waiting three months before a woman remarries, before she marries somebody else. Uh, and we saw that the first opinion of the Mishnah, the Tanakama, the first opinion was of the opinion that in all circumstances, in all circumstances we say uh, that you have to wait three months, whether it's to get married or to get halachically engaged. Uh, in all cases, whether or not uh, there's a situation where there, there might be a child from the first marriage, even if, it's, even if it's impossible to have a child from the first marriage, we still tell you to wait because there's a concept of a low plug. We made a rule across the board, and so therefore so that people do not get confused, and so therefore in every scenario, they would have to wait three months. That is um, opinion number one. Opinion number two was Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda said that, no, if we know that they never had marital relations, so then we will not require them to wait three months. So therefore he says that if they're only halachically engaged, if they're only halachically engaged, so then they do not have marital relations, so then they are allowed to get married within three months. If, let's say, they get divorced in the first marriage or the husband dies, so then they would, would be allowed to get married within the first three months. And he says that, let's say, they were married and they had marital relations, they are allowed to uh, have a halachic engagement because within three months because there's no it's, they're not having marital relations in the second marriage. So you have to wait until you get married, but you are allowed to be halachically engaged within the first three months. That is the position of Rabbi Huda. And Rabbi Yossi really agrees to Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Yossi really agrees to Rabbi Huda. He has one exception in which he argues with Rabbi Huda, but that has to do with the laws of mourning, which we will get to later. Uh, but essentially, Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yossi agree. They have a different dispute, a smaller dispute about uh, about the laws of mourning. Uh, so that is those, those are the different opinions. So the Gemara comments on that, and first it comments on the first the first uh, opinion. The first opinion said that whether or not they had marital relations, whether or they didn't have, whether or not they were halakhically engaged, or whether they were married. So the Gemara says it's a bit uh, that's redundant. Uh, it's the same thing. If they, in fact, it even says uh, that in different lines, it says that if they were, if they had marital relations or they were engaged, it's all the same thing. If they were, if, if sorry, if they didn't have marital relations and they were engaged or they did have marital relations and they were married, it's really the same thing. So the answer is, yeah, you're right. It's really, it's not referring to different situations. It's all the same. The point of the mission is to say whether or not, according to the first opinion, whether or not they had marital relations, whether or not uh, they were halakhically engaged or halakhically married, if their husband dies or if they get divorced, so then they would have to wait three months no matter what. There's a low plug. There's a rule across the board. And that is the position of the Tanakama, of the first opinion. Okay. The Gemara, for the remainder of the Gemara in this recording, is essentially trying to figure out what is the halacha? Who do we follow? Do we follow the first position who says that we'll make a rule across the board? Um, or do we follow the second position meaning Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yossi, the second and third position, which says that, no, it really, it depends. If they were only halakhically engaged, so they never had marital relations, so then they should be able to get married, even married, within the first three months. And if they were married, 
in the first marriage, in the first relationship, so then they should still be allowed to get halakhically engaged within the first three months. Um, so, uh, so that is um, that is the question of the Gemara. So the Gemara says as follows. One day, Rabbi Lazar did not go to the study halls. He was not in the discussion. So, he found Rabbi Asi. So, Amrle said to him, What are they talking about? What are they discussing today in the base measures, in the study halls? Amrle, Rabbi Asi said to him, This is what Rabbi Yochanan said. The halacha is like Rabbi Yossi. We follow the position of Rabbi Yossi, who says that we don't make a rule across the board. No, it really depends on each case. That if uh, they're only halakhically engaged and they do not have marital relations, then they should be allowed to get married. She should be allowed to get married within the first three months of the end of the, of the engagement. So the Gemara says, This implies, how can we follow the, the position of Rabiosi? We can only follow the position of Rabiosi if the first opinion, which it didn't say, the mission did not say who the first opinion was. It's something that we refer to as stam, it's anonymous. So it must be that first opinion is not the majority. Oftentimes we assume that it's just the majority, so it doesn't give a specific name. But it's not the majority. It must be referring to a single individual, a single Tana. Uh, because otherwise, if it was the majority, we wouldn't follow the position of Rabiosi. The fact that we follow the position, position of Rabiosi must mean that the first position is not the majority. Because the rules are, in terms of how do we follow the halacha in these disputes is that we follow the majority. The fact that we follow Rabiosi must be that the first opinion is not the majority. And the Gemara says, yes, it's true. In the first opinion is not the majority. Vatanya, and I can prove this to you from the following brisa. And the brisa essentially is going to say that Rav Meir is the one of the first opinion. It's Rav Meir, it's not the majority. And Rav Meir will list off all these different types of cases, many different types of cases, where we know that they did not have marital relations, and yet we make them, we make her wait three months as a low plug, as a rule across the board. And Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi argue, and we follow the position of Rabbi Yossi. So the Gemara quotes this brisa. Let's say she regularly goes to her father's house, and we know that she's been by her father's house um, for a while, uh, and uh, and then and then her her husband either passes away or they get divorced. Or they have a very heated dispute, and we know that they did not engage in marital relations. Or the husband's in prison. Or he's sick, the husband is sick or very uh, very old. Or she's sick. Or she had a miscarriage. Or she was barren, she can't have children. Or she's old. Okitano, or she's a minor, and therefore she cannot become pregnant, or islandess, or uh, she was never able to have children. Another example where she's not able to have children. Whether or not, whether we know that they didn't engage in matter relations, or whether we know that even if they did, not, she's not able to have children. Remayers of the opinion, still, no matter what, you have to wait three months. This is a rule which applies across the board, so that people do not get confused. And it's Rav Meir. It's only one individual. Rav Yehuda argues, as we had in our Mishnah, Rav Yehuda argues, Rav Yehuda and Rav Yossi argue, that uh, if we know for sure that you weren't able to, so then uh, we're not able to have children, so then you would be allowed to get married right away within the first three months. Okay. Uh, so that is the point of the Gemara, to say that Rav Yochanan first said that we follow the position of Rav Yossi, and it must be that the first opinion is not the majority, but is really just uh, Rav Meir, the position of one particular Tana, one person. 
The Gemara now says the following. Rabbi Yochanan retracted from his ruling. Um, and he really follows the first position. He really argues in Rabbi Yossi. He does not follow Rabbi Yossi, but he says we follow the position. He retracted. And he said we follow the position of the first opinion that there is this rule across the board. And the Gemara says as follows. Am Rabbi Yosef. If he really retracted, so he must the karma hader So then he retracted from because of the following brisa. We have the following statement from the brisa, which is what the sages were discussing when they were in Karim Yavne, when they moved to Yavne, and they said as follows: This is what the brisa says. Amar Rabbi Shmuel ben Osha Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka Shemati b'Picha Chamen Ber Karim Yavne Kulan Shichos Lahamten Shlosha Chadashim. The brisa says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai ben Ben Broka that. Uh, everyone has to wait three months. There's a rule across the board to wait uh, three months. Um, okay. The Gemara now asks the following question on Rabbi, Yochanan, on Rabbi Yochanan's original, his first ruling that we do follow the position of Rabbi Yossi. The Gemara says as follows. Amalei Rabbi Yirmiyah Rabbi Zerika. Rabbi Yirmiyah said to Rabbi Zerika, Ki alis lekamed Rabbi Avo, Rami Lai. When you go ahead and you meet with Rabbi Avo, ask him the following question. Uh, is it really true? Could you even even ever even say that we, Rabbi Yochanan follows the position of Rabbi He says, how could you even entertain uh, this idea that uh, we uh, that we follow the position of Rabbi Yossi? The first opinion doesn't mention his name. And Rabbi Yochanan says elsewhere that in all cases in the Mishnah where it doesn't mention a name, we follow that position, where there's no name which is mentioned. And in our Mishnah, it doesn't mention a name in the first position, in the first opinion. So we should follow the first opinion. That's who we should really, that's who we should really follow. So how could anybody ever quote Rabbi Yochanan to say that we follow Rabbi Yossi, the second opinion, if we know that Rabbi Yochanan says in general that we always follow the position, the anonymous position, the Stam, the anonymous position is the one that we follow so the Gemara responds back by saying as follows. Amar He said that uh, Rabbi Avohu said to Rabbi Zrika, uh, because Rabbi Zrika, the story goes that Rabbi Zrika went to Rabbi Avohu. Rabbi Yirmiya asked Rabbi Zrika to ask this question to Rabbi Avohu. Rabbi Avohu now is responding to Rabbi Zrika, and he says that the one who asked you this question, i.e. Rabbi Yirmiya, who is the one who asked the question, he does not know, he doesn't know, about what it, what he grinds, and Rashi explains that he doesn't know what he's chewing, meaning it's uh, it's saying that in order to really analyze things properly, you have to chew on it, you have to delve into it, you have to really take time to analyze it. And he says that the one who asked the question, apparently this contradiction within Rabbi Yochanan wasn't wasn't chewing on it. It's a phrase that he wasn't chewing on it. It wasn't really thinking about it deeply and for enough time to really have the focus to to really concentrate on it. Because he says it's not really a contradiction. There are different types of Mishnayos. This is a different case. It's not just that the Mishnah has one opinion and an anonymous opinion. No. It first quotes an anonymous opinion, and then it quotes two other opinions. It quotes Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yossi argue with each other about a, about a separate topic, but they argue with each other. And the law is that when we have the Stam, the anonymous position, and then we have the dispute, we do not follow... Uh, the stam. We don't follow the stam. We follow uh, one of the opinions in the dispute. 
to Amr Papa Vitim Rabbi Yochanan, because Rabbi Yochanan says this, he says this explicitly. When do we follow the anonymous position? Only when it's mentioned second. In our mission, it's mentioned first. Uh, and so therefore, since it's mentioned first, we don't follow it. Uh, and I heard a, a beautiful explanation, which is that we always, we always try to follow the position that listens to the other opinions first. So when the anonymous position is last, that it's as if that last opinion first heard the opposing positions, analyzed them, thought about them, and then came to his own conclusion. He's not mentioned. The name is not mentioned in the Mishnah. But he came to his own conclusion. So we follow that person because the Stam, the anonymous position, because he first thought about the previous positions. But when it's the other way around, and he's not analyzing the other uh, positions, so then we won't follow that uh, that position. So it's only when they're last, when they're last, and they're really they're thinking about the previous positions and analyzing it, uh, and then they come to a, a differing opinion, so then we will follow the anonymous position when it's last. And that's what Rabbi Yochanan is saying. But in our Mishnah, the anonymous position is first. So that's not a reason really to follow the first uh, position. So the Gemara now says uh, the following uh, about about the a similar idea about these anonymous rulings. It says the following. Mistamech v'azar Rabbi Avo akasved Rabbi Nachum Shamai. Rabbi Avo, the same Rabbi Avo who made this comment, he was leaning on the shoulder of his servant, Rav Nachum. He was leaning, apparently he was leaning on his shoulder. Uh, there's an idea that we should, one should always try to go out of their way to serve Hamidah Chachamim, to help out uh, the Torah scholars. In fact, uh, there's one Gemara which goes so far as to say that even if a person knows the entire Torah, they study the entire Torah on their own and they were able to figure everything out on their own. But if they don't see a living Torah scholar, uh, they don't see and they don't uh, serve a living Torah scholar, really a, a giant in Torah, and they don't see how they act, how they act towards others, uh, and they don't they don't get uh, get to experience that. So then they are missing greatly. Uh, they they are missing greatly, even if they know the entire Torah. And so Rabbi Yavah was walking, and he was being helped by his servant, by Rabbi Nachum. And as they were walking, Rabbi Nachum was collecting different halachic rulings from Rabbi Yavah. And Baominai he asks them, mai. What is the law? What is the ruling? In the case that we discussed, where there's a first dispute, and then there's an anonymous ruling. He said that we follow the anonymous ruling. It's second. And then, as we mentioned, the idea, perhaps, is that since it's second, it's like that anonymous opinion first analyzed the first opinions and then gave a different opinion. But what about it's the opposite? What if the anonymous opinion is first? So then this is Rabbi Avo. He says the halacha is not like the... Stam. We do not follow the position of the stam of the anonymous position if that is uh, if that is first. Okay, we're in the middle of a discussion, uh, but we will continue. It's a longer discussion, so we'll continue the discussion in next week's recording. Uh, this is the last recording for uh, Daf Membez, and this is the third and last recording for the Daf, and we will continue in the next recording.